Welcome to this episode of the Creeptastic Nerds. I am Justin Vaughn. And I am Tyler Gibson. And we are the, the Creeptastic, Creeptastic Nerds. Nerds. Alright, on today's episode, we are talking about ghost stories again within the local area here. Um, more than likely, we'll probably visit this topic a few times. And we'll just start spreading out. And if you guys have any, send them to us. Email us. At the creeptastic nerd at gmail.com. I'm telling you, we will play them or read them out loud on on this thing. So just send us our, send us your stories. It'll be worth it. It sure would. Alright. Uh, the first story we have today. If I wrote it to you, it'd be really long. Kind of bullet point this thing to you. It'd be helpful. <laughs> In the eighteen hundreds. There was a guy named Joseph Rogers who lived in Quincy who claimed to be an Indian doctor, 100% Osage Indian. Others say he was actually mixed black and white. Rogers had been arrested and served time in jail for fathering a child with a simple-minded girl. And it was actually, his charges was bastardry. Bastardry was his charge. <laughs> yeah. He, he was released upon a set once he settled with the family. So once he reached a settlement with the family, they released him out of jail. I wonder what the settlement was. I don't know. It didn't say. I really want to know what the settlement was now. And I highly doubt there's a record from the 1800s. I mean, the only thing we take <clears throat> is the archives. Uh, it was... He fathered a child because he he tricked her into going into the woods what the fuck? to find er or to find roots for some medicine he wanted to give her nine months later child <laughs> which is fucked up because that means he raped her hello uh rogers also married first time he got married was to a black lady he divorced her to marry a white woman. She actually tried to kill herself twice. Not once, but twice, man. Does one of the times she tried to jump in the Mississippi River because and she was saved by a waterworks employee. Man, she probably was upset. She'd be like, "Man, let me die." Probably. I mean, people, most of the time people don't want to get saved if they're trying to commit suicide. Because hers obviously wasn't a cry for help. <laughs> she tried twice. And failed twice. Uh, she tried to jump in Mississippi because Rogers wanted to have a house on Front Street. She said, she said she'd rather be fish food than board a house in the levee. Which is super fucked up that you'd rather die than have a house on Front Street. But, I mean, where we live at, Front Street gets pretty flooded, so, I mean... Yeah, but maybe not in the 18, you know, 1800s. That's true. But, apparently, Rogers traveled a lot, and she wasn't faithful to him while he was gone. Oh, she's one of them girls. Yeah. And when he returned on October 6, 1883, from Keokuk, Iowa, he, they got into a violent altercation... In the kitchen of the house they were living on on North 12th Street, and 
he grabbed a hold on, I'm check my notes here. <laughs> a 32 caliber revolver, shot her in the back of the head, and then turned around and shot himself in the head. And all of it was witnessed by a black girl living in the house. Oh, what the fuck? It, they, the thought was that it was premeditated because he killed their family dog earlier in the day. Which, why do you kill the dog? What the dog do to you? I mean... I mean, he does shit in your lawn, but maybe every now and then shit But it wasn't the actually their house. It was owned by somebody else. Exactly. Was, they lived in a boarding house. Again, so why the fuck kill the dog? But yeah, he killed their dog. Asshole. Uh, the article actually in the Quincy Herald League said that both was hard characters and the city believed their deaths were no loss to the community. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, That's fucked up. You gotta be really bad when everybody's like, hey, fuck them. They're gone. <laughs> we ain't gotta worry about Praise them no the more. Lord. After a quick funeral, they was buried in Woodland Cemetery near the city vault. It was only in the ground for one day before their graves were disturbed. Probably some weirdo. The cemetery sexton told the president of the cemetery association that the grave had been disturbed and believed the bodies to be taken. That's fucked up. Why would you grave rob uh, the, the, the body? Well, I mean, obviously, if they're grave robbing, they're probably looking for something. But, I mean, my, my whole thing is, man, they talk about this whole time man, how shitty of a person this dude is. Who the fuck would rob his grave? Obviously, he doesn't have anything. So, why bother robbing him? Unless they wanted the body to do some weird stuff. There's yeah. people that are necrophiliacs, <clears throat> man. Yeah, Wait, that is think... what necrophilia means, right? Yes. Okay, sex good. With, sex with a dead body, that's what that means. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, they did an investigation, found the tracks from the grave, disappeared into the street, which means a wagon. And they believe all male feet. Cause oh. men's, it was men's boots. But a girl could put on men's shoes. Except for one tiny, smaller pair. That's the only thing that they said. So, a woman or a kid. I mean... woman uses her guy's shoes to get the guy busted so her and the kid can go free. I would doubt that, man. There's, people didn't think like that then. They think like it now. They dug up the grave. Two feet down, they found a piece of the coffin. And then when they finished digging down... They found the doctor, in air quotes, was in a seated position like somebody's trying to pull him out of the grave. Why would you pull him out of the grave? It's beyond me. Yes, I don't. I, I completely agree. I mean, I have no idea. So they put a guard on duty to watch the grave because it was a double grave. So one was buried a little bit further down than the other one. That's awkward. Because, like, what if the ground, like... A lot of couples do it. Yeah, but I mean, like, if it rained, imagine, like, if the ground wasn't hard enough to handle it, the one coffin would go on to the other to break. They're in the ground, dude. They could still break. In a wooden coffin. Okay. Sooner or later, it's going to decompose. 
and the bodies are going to become worm food anyways. That's true. Uh, after a week, the guard decided it was time to start checking over other graves. To make sure that they weren't messed with. Instead of just the one he was watching. And that Sunday, uh, the grave was disturbed again. This time, both bodies were gone, but the clothes were left behind. Which means someone was doing the dirty with the dead bodies. And there he found yellow clay on the fence down away from the grave. So somebody hopped the fence. I've hopped fences before. That's not easy to do. But imagine it with two bodies. Yeah. Which means it's got to be more than one person. They got to chuck the body over. Uh, but Catch the body! The person that done it was never caught. And the bodies were never found. I'd be worried to be living in one of these houses in town. Going into your basement, man. Do you see an arm hanging out your basement wall? Like a skeleton arm is hanging out the wall? I would assume if it's in the basement, they probably already found it. Unless it was... Buried into the foundation. That's what I mean. I mean, truly in the foundation. Oh, shit. Not like, oh, an arm's going to be hanging out. They're probably buried it under the foundation of a house. Probably. But a house that old, there's not a lot of them left here. I mean, mine's barely that old. 1883? The oldest building that would be here that around from that time would be the Villa Catherine, probably. Probably be the Villa Catherine to be the only other one in town, though, that's that old. I mean, there's not very many other older buildings than that now. Because the Newcomb was one of the old old ones from back then, and it's gone. Yeah, it is completely gone. There's a lot, there's still a lot of big buildings, but houses from that time, not very there's many. Because uh, most of them just that, fell into disrepair, and the city just tore them down. Bye. To make way for new houses. I mean, they do it all the time here. So the bodies would have been found then, and they still haven't been found, which means... I mean, my house is built in 1920s, 1940s, something like that. I don't even know when mine was built. I'd have to add that on that one. I mean, so... I mean, it's a pretty old house. And... I mean, ours is older than yours. Yeah, and this... Still hasn't even been around long enough to even know the story, you know, been around for that story. That's true. I mean, ours maybe because of the windows on it. Maybe there, maybe it's in your basement. I hope not. Your basement looks like a dungeon. It does. <laughs> That's the worst part. <laughs> they can be the foundation of my walls, man. Would explain why your basement looks like a dungeon. <laughs> Tell dad that. <laughs> I know why our basement's a dungeon now. <laughs> Gotta get some 3D imaging stuff that, you know, x-rays the walls to yes. find stuff in the wall. Make sure there ain't shit in the wall. <laughs> now you gotta be paranoid, man. Thanks. Well, explain why your house is haunted. <laughs> that could be. Alright, now we're gonna let my stepdaughter come on and tell you her ghost story. Alright, Peyton. When I was little, at my, when I was little at my uncle's house, I had this ghost, her name was Rosie. Every time somebody would yell at me in the house, the, and then the closet door would fly open and then slam shut. We, I used to talk to her all the time. We would have really good conversations, and we would have really good conversations, and all that kind of stuff. Did you actually see her? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes? All right. 
Okay, so our next story uh, I researched on, just to be safe, because I got told from our dad about it. It's about the old Adam Cinema, which is now called The One, which is a bar. But it's about... It's actually not a bar now. It's not a bar now? What is it now? Well, <clears throat> it was a, a bar. It's an event venue. Okay. So you can rent out the, you can rent out rooms in there. Yeah. For whatever event, so a wedding reception or bands play there a lot. Yeah. So it's actually just an event venue. Okay. Well, when it, it used to be a cinema a long time ago, and I guess this little girl was there with her parents, and was wandering off, and one of the employees got her, and took her down to the basement, and had ended up raping her in the basement. And they didn't, no one heard anything because there was stuff going on at the time anyways. But was raping her in the basement. And she tried running away. And I, when I looked into it, the guy literally slammed her head into the stairs and drug her down the stairs by her hair. And when I mean drug her down the stairs, from what I looked on was, is he was beating her head against the stairs every time he drug her down. So this dude was trying to kill this girl before he raped her again. I raped her again? Again, yeah. He raped her more than once. Damn. This Talk dude about got violent. stamina. <laughs> and then the, uh, I was looking into it and he ended up killing the girl in the basement shortly before his manager had opened the door wow so he got caught immediately he got caught immediately from doing this because the manager came down and he was holding the weapon in his hand as the manager opened the door that's fucked up man manager like I was looking into it and it started off was during this show a girl got up because she needed to go to the restroom Little six-year-old girl, first off, don't know why he didn't have an adult with her. Um, different time, man. Different That's time. True. Different time. But she was walking and went to the bathroom. Was on her way back, and this dude was offering to show her something behind the counter. Which, first off, little girl, no. But was offering to show her something behind the counter because she, they had food and stuff with them anyways. But he was offering to show her something behind the counter that he was at. And he was slowly dragging her away from the counter, and she pointed it out. But it was too late for her because I guess he had knocked her out before taking her into the basement. And when she came to, she was being raped and tried stopping it and running away. But then the dude was screaming at her and the manager slightly heard it and thought he was going crazy. Because he thought maybe it was part of the show. So he didn't really <laughs> care. So this guy just fucking let it happen. But he was just like, okay, it's fine. And then he was hearing the thuds going down the stairs when she was being drugged down the stairs. And that's when it struck him. Maybe it wasn't a part of the show. So he had to literally walk out of his office and go around. Because there was a crowd of people around out of the time. Because one thing ended, another one was about to start. And it was intermission time, too, at the same time. So you had a lot of people entering, leaving, doing whatever. And the parents were looking for the girl. And the manager goes, well, I heard some noises downstairs. Maybe she wandered downstairs to the basement. I don't know how she could have done it without a key, but I can check. And shortly after he opened the basement door, he saw the dude holding the weapon, but he didn't see the body. So immediately then, the, the parents are walking towards saying, is she down there? Is she down there? He goes, no, no, no. One of my employees had an accident down there. That's what it was. Trying to, like, cover it up. And so when that was all happening, he called the cops from inside. Like, he shut the basement door and called the cops. The guy standing downstairs with a weapon in his hands. First off, why? Fuck, dude, you can you can barricade a door to keep a motherfucker in the basement. He did it inside the basement door. He didn't leave the basement door. He mm. closed the door behind him and called. So they had a phone in the basement? Yeah. 
I don't know why you have a fire in the basement of the place, but... I, I don't know, man. I mean... Honestly, the theater didn't close because of the story. It didn't, no. It, it closed because there just wasn't money in it. Because later on, they became a dollar theater. It Every did. show was a dollar. dollar. Yeah. But, so we called the cops. Cops shortly arrived. And that's when the parents started, like, the mom was having a panic attack. She was crying. Father's like, okay, I'll take her home. If you find our girl, just give us a call. First off, what type of father would say that to his wife? Do you know when this, when that actually happened? It was somewhere in the 1800s. I do know that. So that theater was there forever. Ever before it closed down. It was in the 1800s when Did this they actually happened. have cinemas then, or was it just a theater? It was a theater, but then it turned into a cinema. Gotcha. And then it went from the cinema to what it is now. But I was reading into it, and the father said, let's leave for a bit. So we took her outside, went home, brought her home, came back, and didn't get the phone call, which... Because he's like, maybe I could have got the phone call before I left. Didn't get the phone call. Because he sat there a bit. It was maybe 10, 15 minutes when he sat at the house. And didn't get the phone call, which made him worried. Because he's like, there should be no way this happened. And got there. And when he got there, the ambulance had just pulled up. I was pulling, like, you know how they have, like, body bags and yeah. stuff for the stretchers. Saw that roll into the building. And he immediately, I the father immediately raged out on a cop. He's like, what the fuck? Where's this body? Who is it? And the cop goes, we're not allowed to disclose that. It's private information. The f and they've got the guy out in handcuffs. He's sent in the back of the car. And the dude goes, well, I forgot something inside. He made a lie up to go inside and look in the basement to find out the theater manager was like, hey, yeah, he can come in because we need him to identify. And the cop's like, he need him to identify. And the manager said it was okay, whatever. They go down, and I guess the way this girl was sprayed, laid out was her legs were wide open, her clothes were torn off at the bottom, and her hands were tied to the wall. And he went down and saw his daughter, which was six years old, saw his daughter tied to this fucking wall and had stab wounds and had bruises all over her and saw her head was busted open. And the father just flipped on the man and was like, I want my money. I want you to pay for this funeral. I want this, this, and this. Never told his wife about it until after he got home. Well, I mean... Probably not something you want to do tell over her. the phone. Yeah, it's probably but, not something you want to tell her over the phone. But he didn't go home alone. He literally had the cops go with him because he didn't feel safe going home alone with that guy still possibly being able to get out. Guy was in the back of the cop car and the cop forgot to shut the door all the way. Guy escaped. Guy escaped and ran towards that house to go after the father who was raging out on the guy. Uh, to be honest with you, man, I wouldn't even worried, man. I would say let him out. <laughs> let I ain't going to hurt him. Gonna him. And not kill him. <laughs> yeah. But the guy showed up at the house because the cops were still there and he, they were watching the house. And the guy was running up in the handcuffs still because he never decided, hey, let me get my handcuffs off first. Ran up to the handcuffs, cop tackled him, locked him in their car, and went in and told the family, well, the guy came to your house. And the guy, like the owners flipped, the wife's crying, the dad's getting pissed off. And the, the theater had paid for it, had paid for the girl's funeral because they felt like it was their fault. Well, it was kind of their fault. It was kind of their fault for hiring the dude. But then they were looking into it, and he was doing more than just her. It was more like I looked into it. It was just not her. It was raping other girls, and some of these girls got pregnant with their kids but aborted them because they were raped in that basement. Did, did they have abortion then? I don't Like, it wasn't abortion, but they didn't want the child. So they probably just gave it up. Probably gave it up, or I don't know. They, probably, they, probably, they probably took it to a church and dropped it off, man. Probably. But they sat here in these, I guess he had impregnated some, a few girls. If 
find out this guy was a pedophile who literally had child pornography all over his house. That was before they even knew what the term pedophile was. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's that's fucked up, man. But he had pictures of like girls that he sat here and raped, and pictures of little children naked and all this shit. I go, what the fuck? Why didn't anybody notice this before? Anymore? Exactly. Like, you'd think he noticed, like, because I guess some of this shit happened at his house, too. Because so I guess in his house that he had some room set up for that he was locking girls in the closet or whatever. Because they found scratch marks on the closet door from where they were trying to get out. Like, why didn't anybody notice, notice this that he was taking ahead of time? Pe- exactly. I mean, depending on how many he got, it, it was still kind of, hey, something's happening. We better start investigating this. They didn't. And that's actually, like, I was looking into, I tried looking in further and further about this dude. There was not very much on him. There wasn't a name. They didn't disclose the name of him or the girl or the family. But from what I, like, from what I read on there is that this family was so, like, this this father's like, he needs death sentence. Death sentence is the only option. Court didn't give him death sentence. They gave him four life sentences in jail. I guess the dad tried doing something about it before he went to jail. I'm surprised because at that time, Quincy still actually did death sentences here. Yeah. But they didn't think he deserved the death sentence for it. Ah, uh, see? That's where I think everybody's wrong, man. I think what he should have done deserved the death sentence. Yeah, I mean, especially being caught. I mean, if you got caught, you deserve it. But I guess he didn't deserve And then finally, I guess, when I was looking in further, there were some lawyer fees put into there that the dad was trying to tip off different lawyers, try to get the guy death sentence every time. I guess the last time he did it, the guy got death sentence, and before the guy died, he said he'd haunt him in the afterlife. <laughs> I would take it. I would totally just be like, fucking sage, bitch. Oh, man, I'd, I'd take that haunting. I would, too. Because, I mean... Salt circles, actually trapped in your house. Because, you know, if that's going to be the case, he's going to haunt him. Oh, this motherfucker killed his kid. Fucking let him haunt me. Fuck yeah, man. I'm about to let him see me be happy. <laughs> Just because it tortures him more. <laughs> I would do, though. So, hello. So, another story that I had ended up being told by our dad that I looked into is about Napide, which is across the bridge. We have two... Wait, we have three buildings, uh, technically. That We have part, more than that. More than that, Okay. But the one across the bridge is supposedly haunted. I'm not 100% sure, but what I looked up, it kind of says it is. By the old lady whose farmhouse used to be on that land. She had died in her farmhouse of old age, whatever. She was working there. And I guess she will move stuff around Napide. Like tools and stuff would move them around from spots for where they were at. Because according to Dad, a guy he worked with had placed a tool in a different spot one morning. The next morning, he was in a whole different area. Yeah, but... But, I mean, they also have nice shits running in there, so that could be the case, so I'm not going to 100% say it's that. Like, 100% saying it is or it isn't. But going into that, saying where it's like, hey, yeah, some old lady's haunting the place. That's the only thing that I've really been told about that, except for maybe a few of the people that are, like, bosses there. I air-quotated bosses. I should really say that when I do that. (laughs) But, um... Some bosses that are there, I guess, said that they were hearing some voices from the office. But, I mean, their office ain't very big anyway, so we'll hear it anyways. Yeah, well, they're 
offices. Obviously, you've probably never been in there. I've never been in there, but you have. I have, because I used to work there. Uh, their offices are literally buildings inside of a building. <laughs> so, it's not like just part of the building. Like, they literally built a building inside the building. So, we'll hear any voices from outside. Yeah, so, it's you can hear voices while you're in the but office. But there's, I guess, that. And some people on Night Shift are saying when they're outside, they'll see, like, someone walking outside. But, I mean, you're working with other people, so... Uh, I mean, it all, I guess it all depends. But there's other houses down there, so it could just be people walking. But inside their fences? It could still be people walking. Hell, it could be Andy. The guy that monitors over there. That could be true, yeah. I mean, because that dude never sleeps. What the hell? I'm sure he actually does, but he's he's the one, man. He's the guy that has to actually go lock the gates and make sure all the buildings are locked up when nobody's in there. And it's his job, like, if there's an alarm, to go check the alarm out, figure out why it's going off. So that could be true, but I, that's the only thing I found is that the ladies' farmhouse used to be there. She didn't have anyone around at the time. Maybe we should a farm Andy. dog. Maybe we talk should, to Andy. We, we could see if he's heard anything about it. But I guess the old lady haunts the place because her house used to be there and Napide was built over it. I mean, I'm just assuming Andy's still there. I don't really know. I don't know. I could ask Dad because Dad probably knows. But, I mean, he was a pretty cool guy then. And I'm sure he'd have no problem telling us a story if, it, if there is a story there. Yeah. I said, I, I literally asked Dad with it being Labor Day weekend and not anyone working tomorrow. I asked him, hey, you think Donnie can let me in to see if I can't find any stuff on, like, ghost-wise? And he goes, no, you can't get in there anyways. And I go, why? And he goes, because you're not a worker and no one's in there anymore <laughs> after hours. So, no. I go, okay, whatever. Truth is, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Donnie that had to let you in. It had to be Andy if he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> but Andy, Andy likes his job a lot. So Andy wouldn't do it. Because, get this, okay, for him, they pay for his house, which is just basically a trailer. But they pay for all of his bills there, except for his TV. They also pay him to work at Napide. So he literally has no bills. Lucky motherfucker. And gets a paycheck. And a nice place. It's actually a nice house from what I heard. Uh, Man, I wish my job did that. Right? <laughs> so, but downfall to that is he's the one that's got to check out all the alarms. So, alarm goes off at 3 o'clock in the morning. He's got to get up and be go like, out. Shit. And, you know, he's still got to be working at 6 o'clock in the morning. He, he, he's sitting here, the alarm goes off at 3 in the morning. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that, though. Like, the alarm going off at 3 a.m. He'd be like, God damn it, who's in the building? Yeah, I mean, he's the one that's got to check that. So I wonder if maybe... Because if there's no one in the building and he checks on it, and it's not faltering or anything, I wonder if it's the ghost. Could be. I don't know if the alarm's ever went off. We'd have to ask him. Uh, Alright, our next story uh, is about a hotel that burned down. We already went into that. No, we didn't. We haven't talked about newcomer yet. Oh, no, we haven't. <laughs> God damn it, Tyler. Pay attention. <laughs> Tyler got a list here of stuff he found, He looked up. And Jesus Christ. He, he's skipping around on his damn notes. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. He yeah. tried to prepare a little more for this one than he has the other ones, though. Oh, that is true. Uh, but Newcomb burned down in, what did you say, 2013? It was September 2013. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so exactly seven years ago. 
Yeah. Uh, but it, it was really it's a really big building. Super it a, old. It was super old, but back in the day, it was really nice. Like, because I looked up images of it. But this story, when it was still a hotel, there was a fire before this one that had happened that <laughs> burned it down. Irony there. But uh, there were three nurses that were staying there that had died in the building of the fire. And they just refurbished it, which was the Newcomb Hotel that we knew about before it wasn't a hotel anymore. Right. Uh, when when it burnt down this last time, it was just an empty building. Um, it wasn't used for anything. Squatters would go in there. People vandalized inside. Which, or, I mean, was kind of bad because this when, hotel was a luxury hotel. When scrap was high, they actually broke in to steal all the copper out of the place. Yeah. But the story said when the fire had happened, that burned down the building when the guy had knocked the can over. First off, why was you can't use a can for light, but whatever. But the story goes that when the fire was happening, as news crews were watching the fire happen, people were noticing on the top floor when it had hit, there was this figure standing in the top window surrounded by flame. Which, I mean, spirits, like, if the place that they stayed at did burn, I could see that where they would sit here and stay there but why stay there long enough to get spotted? <laughs> it may have been they were trying to get somebody's attention to help. Maybe that they didn't be, realize they were dead. That could be true. Maybe it was a demon. Now he went over and kicked the fucking can over. Motherfucker, you're in my place. Exactly. I mean, dude, obviously, he was in there for scrap. He That's was in there for, and from what I know of, that dude had a whole haul of scrap before he had left. Because I guess when they went in and found the, like, the can or whatever that fell through the floors, I guess this dude had a pile of copper standing in a room. That no one was in. That he had it sitting in a room where the can was. So when the can fell over, he left the scrap and ran. But when the nurses had died, I guess there's people here and stuff in there when they're staying there after it was refurbished. But the last fire, from what people were showing and what I like, I haven't seen any photos of it. I'm really wanting to find them, find the video of it. But when it panned up to the very top floor, people were seeing a shape being surrounded by the flames. Which I mean, sounds pretty fuck cool. It does sound cool, man. Uh, honestly, I was there watching this thing burn and watch them try to put it out, and I didn't see anything. But I mean, that's and all. I was decently close. Uh, you couldn't get right up on it because obviously, because police was already there. God damn it! And so was the fire trucks. But I lived, I don't know, about eight blocks away. Eight or nine. And. I mean, you could see the smoke. I saw it, and I live near, like, almost towards the front, the riverfront, so... Yeah, I mean, you you could see this. Like, it it was a big-ass fire. It was so huge. Because then it burned part of the patio, too? It burned the side of it, yeah. Yeah. They had to evacuate that hotel that's above the patio. And the patio itself. Yeah, they actually had to evacuate it because... They were scared that the grills and stuff were going to... Well, they were afraid that that building itself would catch on fire. But you gotta think about the gas lines that are there too. Yeah, but gas lines run all over underneath the Newcomb Hotel too. Yeah, and the building next to it. Oh shit! Yeah, dude, there's a lot, man. They evacuated everything. All them people were worried about losing that, losing all their shit. I mean, because the building next to it is just, it's just office building, so I mean, it's not a huge pro. It's not a huge problem. But like the patio where people are staying. And- yeah, I mean that's Business. an, that's an actual restaurant. It's so, not anymore closed. 
but it was an actual restaurant, restaurant at and, the time. Yeah, I mean, people were in there dining when the fire started, and there were people staying in that hotel right above that. Imagine being there eating your food, and you just look outside, like you see the glow out the window, and you just look over, and the hotel next to you, like the building next to you, being engulfed in flame. See, I don't think they even noticed it because it started up on the upper floors. And it, then progressed it, down. Yeah, it went burned down. There's times when buildings burn up, but this one actually burned down. Well, I mean, it's an old building, old wood inside of it. Yeah. So it's Partially. literally just going to follow the wood. Yeah. It's going to follow its fuel source. Yep. Uh, I mean, and you think like the floor... The floor probably burned and collapsed onto the floor below it. And it kept doing that on yeah. the bottom. I mean, yeah, the entire thing was gutted by the flame. Uh, they actually had to tear the building down. It's just an empty lot now. Empty lot that I wonder if they're going to take over. I don't think anything's going to be built there. Things I think it'll just be an empty lot. I mean, Until Blessing buys everything in this fucking town. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's what they're working on now. So They literally have taken Lids Garden. And now they're trying. They've been trying to get made right off of Henry for so goddamn long. Yeah, but why would he sell? He has no reason to sell. That's true. I mean, he's already rich. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they've been trying. To, but like you're saying, if Blessing takes over, I can see them building something hospital related there. Probably, but I just I don't see it anytime soon. <laughs> Not buying that far. No. Okay, so our next story is about one of our schools here, which is Quincy Junior High. Still called that, but it wasn't originally the Junior High. It was one of like Senior High 2 or 3 at the time. Uh, no, it was just called Quincy Senior High. And then uh, the new one was... Yeah, yeah. And then when they built Baldwin, well, it's now known as Baldwin, well, then became Quincy Senior High 1, and Junior High became 2. And then... And then they built the actual high school, school. and so, just eliminated... The one and two part, but what happened was at Quincy Junior High, this kid was really depressed this week. Like, was super depressed his whole life, didn't have a good home life. His girlfriend was cheating on him and he didn't know until the very last day of his life when his girlfriend had dumped him to date his best friend. Just kind of fucked up. Yeah, it happens all the time, though, man. Yeah, it happens all the time. This dude was, like, really depressed and this shit. Man, look. See uh, a therapist. Oh, not even that, man. Just choose to be happy. Used to be, yeah. You know, I mean, there's times, man, everybody goes through a little bit of depression every once in a while. I mean, just choose to be, be happy. happy. But this kid just hated everything, hated his own self, had really low self esteem. So I guess during one of his classes, he has to go to the bathroom and never came back to class. They ended up calling security to the classroom and saying, hey, he went to the bathroom but never came back to find that the kid had hung himself in the third floor bathroom at the school. Why do it at school, man? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You can't wait to get that home. much, man. You can't wait till you get home. <laughs> That's where your parents find you. Instead of some security guard at school. I mean, come on. Fuck. You really like your school that much? You want to haunt that motherfucker forever? <laughs> Clearly. But I mean, he didn't have a good home life either, so I can see where that came from. Even more reason to go home and do it. Because <laughs> then you fuck your parents up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, the kid was found dead in the bathroom. And I guess shortly after they had t 
taking the body out. And it was weeks later after he died. And everyone remembered this kid. Covered his locker and shit. Kind of like they did with another kid who was killed when I was in the junior high. They decorated his locker to honor him and stuff. So it's some normal high school thing, I guess. Hey, you want to hear something really really fucked up? What? To take Not to take away from this story, because we'll get back to that. When I was in 8th grade at junior high, uh-huh. my science teacher killed herself. The fuck? Not at the school. She did it at home. Okay, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, we. she just she said she needed to take some personal time. So she took a little bit of personal time. And a little we got personal a, time. We got a substitute. And one day she came in. She goes, well, I'm going to be your permanent teacher for the rest of the year. And she wouldn't tell us why, and then it came out in the paper that she had killed herself. The fuck? I don't know why. It's never talked about why she done it. Maybe it could have been, like, the thought. Because when you were in eighth grade, the story was there, but not there, there a lot. But I guess this kid would roam the halls. You'd hear crying, footsteps, lockers being rattled on, doors opening and closing. But, I mean, I wonder if that ain't why. Maybe she was, like, late after school and was hearing that shit. I don't know. Paranoid her. I mean, why Why would she be that like that, though? I mean, I don't know what happened with her. Nobody really does. But my ninth grade year, my English class actually caused my teacher to have an English or mental breakdown. Fuck. I don't know. Apparently, we were really assholes. I don't believe we really were. I think she just had a mental breakdown. Yeah, but she used you as an excuse. Oh, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> It wasn't all her classes. It was my class. The fuck? Not me, dude. I was good in that class. I was good. It was everyone else. Yeah, it was just everyone combined, man. Like, we had this weird dude in class that would stick pencil lead in his arm. The fuck? They like, still from did mechanical that. pencils. They did that shit when I was in school. Why? They, they We had kids stapling themselves in school. What do you mean? Fuck that, dude. They, I, we, I literally wa- This kid was sitting here in class and he goes, can I use a stapler? And the teacher goes, yeah, sure. And now, like, at school, they ask you what for, and he goes... For my papers. And he sat here, took stapler to his arm, stapled his arm, and then stapled his papers. Fuck that, man. You really want to hurt yourself that bad? We have people eating erasers in high school. That's that's stupid, man. That people but eating paper again, and erasers. It's your generation that uh, decides it's a good idea to eat Tide Pods. Hey, so. hey, hey, that wasn't my generation. That was your generation, man. No, that was, I don't claim that generation. That wasn't my generation. That wasn't my generation. <laughs> It's the generation after my generation. <laughs> Dude, you're the youngest one in our family, so it's your generation. It's all your generation's fault. Oh, uh, fuck no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not blaming my generation. I'll blame my cousin Nick's generation. The fucking kids that are graduating in 2020. It's their fault. <laughs> Anyways, back to the story. And so this kid would like roam the halls and shit. And there was a day, I guess, the teacher was in class and heard the crying and went out to the hallway thinking a student was still in school. And I'm like, the teacher was there at 1 in the morning. So first off, that should have gave her the hint. Why would there be a student at school? I don't know. Maybe someone had an early class. Could be. They do have those occasionally. Not very often, but occasionally. But uh heard the crying, and they decided to walk to school with a flashlight. From the bottom floor, which is the first floor, all the way up to the fourth, trying to figure out where the crying was coming from. Because it was, it started, they like, they heard it softly, like, or it's on a different floor. You can hear it softly. Yeah. They heard it softly, and I guess the teacher literally went into every class, like literally looked in every classroom window, trying to find someone. Didn't see anything on the first floor. Went up to the second floor. Had a feeling like she like had a feeling of despair, sadness, and I'm like, first off, going into school out of your classroom, 1 a.m. with a flashlight, 
when the janitors aren't even there. Not a smart idea if you gotta run the fuck out. Right. You left to shit in your classroom, how the fuck are you getting into your car? Bullshit, my keys are in my pocket. <laughs> but, uh, so she went through all the floors, she got to the third floor, and she st- like the story says that she had stopped at the top of the stairs, and just, her heart sank because she, she heard the crying louder and louder through the hallways, but then it had just stopped. I don't know where it just stopped, didn't hear anything. So she went up to the fourth floor just to be safe. And came back down to the third, and the men's bathroom door. She was walking around the third floor to make sure that no one was in there still, and the men's bathroom door was opening and slamming itself the whole time to the point where one of the windows had broke. Nice. This I mean, kid fucking broke a window in the right, afterlife. Yeah, you you have to like slam that door pretty hard. Hard because them windows are fucked. I mean, yeah, they're pretty thick windows. They're pretty fucking thick. And I guess when he hit like when he was slamming the door and it broke the window, he broke part of the hinge. It did break the hinge, man. That's that's way worse than just a ghost. Because, uh, I mean, hinges are metal. But I guess this hinge was bent. It wasn't completely broke. It was bent. That's still, I mean, you're still bending metal. Have you ever just tried to bend metal? Yeah. It's almost impossible. Yeah. You, ha- you have to heat that shit up. But I guess there was so much force from it. Because it was happening for like 15, 20 minutes. So I guess maybe it could have been for the force of it being slammed so many times. Yeah. But the teacher said the window had shattered all onto her, and she had got cut on the arm from a piece of glass falling out, which is understandable. Uh, yeah, and I mean, them doors did kind of shut kind of hard. Oh my god, kind of hard. When I was there, you open the door and it goes conk right against it because the spring was half broken. Well, I mean, like I'm just saying, like when they shut, they shut pretty hard. They do because I mean they're old doors. But imagine them being slammed like for 15 minutes straight. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you'd really be able to slam them doors. Because, I mean, they're attached to something to make pull them shut. Yeah. But I guess it was being slammed for about 15 minutes. And it didn't stop until the window had broke. But then she had heard something thump into the bathroom floor. Like something had fallen over. And I guess the kid hung himself off of one of the toilet stalls on a pipe that is no longer there. Uh, they probably removed it because it was like, nope, can't have that happen again. No, 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 no. But it was on a pipe, but I guess his neck had broken. There was blood on the floor anyways, so they cleaned that up. Hide the evidence, I guess. But uh, there was blood on the floor from where his neck had broken, and he's like the body had broken, and it bled a little bit. I mean, I guess, that means he had to cut himself a little bit. He, he had cut himself before he hung himself, I guess. So they said they found a tiny slit on his wrist, tiny enough to bleed. But not to kill him. It's it's pretty hard to cause yourself pain. Yeah. It's self-preservation, man. It's just it's hard to cause yourself pain. I've tried to get myself tattoos. Come to the realization. I can't do it to myself. I can do it to other people. I'm really good self. at doing it to other people. I cannot do it to myself. Because I cannot cause myself pain. But I guess this kid had done it on both wrists. Just enough to where you would bleed. But it wouldn't kill him. But he would still bleed when he was dead. Well, yeah, I'm all that in gravity. Yeah, gravity, motherfucker. Because I mean, your arms would just like go straight down. down so you're dead. You just yeah, gravity as blood to body. So 
There was still a little bit staining on the tile, but I never saw it when I was in school because they I didn't either. It. It's marble flooring, so, it so you're not going to stain marble. Not it wasn't stain stain, but it was still there a few days after because they were still cleaning it and they didn't clean it all the way the first time. Oh yeah, they probably brought in a buffer and buffed it. Yeah, but so the teacher, I don't know why the teacher went in the men's room when it was a female teacher. Oh, if nobody's there. They didn't know that. If nobody's there, and you know nobody else is supposed to be there. Yeah, and so she went in the bathroom. The pipe was still there at the time, and the pipe was broke. It wasn't broke. It was cracking a bit because it was so old. And the toilet, like the the door lock, wasn't open. It was like, it wasn't open, but the lock on the inside of the door was slightly broke. Like, it was slightly pulling out the door. Which I didn't believe that because there's no way you can take them locks out of them doors because they have them things screwed in so goddamn tight. Well, them. it makes sense if it was like, you know, she seen what it was like right after he died. Yeah, but... You know, an old pipe, he hung himself on the pipe, he probably broke the pipe a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if, you locked the, if you locked the stall door, then more than likely they probably had to break in. Yeah. So they probably, I mean, that's probably what she was saying. Probably, which is possible, but she heard the thump, nothing was in there, and then when she left, she heard crying from the bathroom. And I guess his teacher had ran out and given her recognition the next day. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? What? <laughs> Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> she dies in the bathroom stall crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of fucked up to think about right now. But... I know, man. It's not, it's not funny. Well, that part is. Cause, the Moaning Myrtle, I mean, but not the actual, like... Yeah, no, I mean, it's sad that a kid took his life. Uh, well, why at the school, like you said? Yeah, no, it, that doesn't make sense. I mean, and even now, man, you hear constantly about, you know, suicide prevention. and Weird thing about the suicide prevention that they had at the high school, that assembly or whatever, the girl who created projects in my colon was found dead in her bathtub. It could be an accident. She was an emotional speaker, and I guess she had slit her wrist in her bathtub after she went to the high school. It was a few months after she went to our high school, she slit her wrist. It's a possibility, man. I mean, a lot of them guys, a lot of people that talk about that kind of stuff are depressed people. They want people to pay attention to them. Yeah. See, people got to be more like me, man. I don't want nobody paying attention to me. Like man, I mean, when I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you. When I don't, shut the fuck up and leave me alone. Exactly. Dude, I'm actually a homebody. I just prefer to be at home. I do, too. I can I can be happy just sitting here at home by myself. Playing video games. Exactly. Dude, that's why I was doing that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we go into this last story, <laughs> Tyler just got a text back from our dad telling him that their house was built in 1871. So our joke is completely logical that the bodies could have been in his house. <laughs> I hope they're not, though. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's not awesome. That is awesome. It is, but you don't live there, so it's different for you. <laughs> I sleep in that house, man. I mean, you did tell us on the very first episode of this that your house is haunted. I, did. I hope that God isn't by him and the kids. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. Uh also, that's actually since we started bringing up Dad here, uh, he did actually confirm, like timeline of like when Harrison Hills was built for us. Yeah, my timeline was correct. It's uh, just what we said about it. Yeah, it wasn't, but he it was 
my timeline was correct. It's just the smaller buildings were built at the same time. They were officer housing. Yeah. So, right timeline. So we got we got that right. Yeah. But still, now knowing that I live in a house that could possibly be housing bodies is kind of awkward. <laughs> I doubt it, man. I still need to get that 3D they, thing you were talking about, They though. died in 1883. Their house was built in 1871. Doesn't More than mean likely, shit. the foundation was built first. Even if, it was re, even if it was rebuilt later, they would have found the bodies. Sure. So, it still wouldn't hurt to check. It, the chances of it being in your house are very, slim. very slim. But there's still a chance. A tiny, tiny chance. <laughs> All right, we got one more story for you guys. Um, the house no longer stands there. That I'm going to talk about. It super old house, man. Civil War. Civil War old. So it was built before the Civil War. It's They actually called it the old Rebel House. It was a boarding house that uh, Confederate soldiers and spies used to stay in. When I think they we come across a the river. Bit of this I think we talked about it in the first one. A little bit, but not a lot. Or because we didn't have a lot of research done on that. Yeah. Time. So I did look it up. Uh, like I said, it housed Confederate soldiers and spies. I mean, that's pretty cool though that they still came over here. Why didn't we kill them? <laughs> Burn the house. I mean, yeah, they're Confederate soldiers, Illinois. Was a Union state. Yeah. Why didn't? Why weren't there any soldiers here? And just kill them, or burn the house to the ground with them inside. Exactly. Or capture them and put them in prison. Or just fire a cannonball through the front door. I mean, it's a several-story house, man. Okay, then you shoot it on multiple different walls, watch it all crumble down. <laughs> <laughs> the story that takes place in it. Uh, happened in the 1880s. It don't give me exact time because I mean records were kept, but nah, probably not records on this. Probably not. It was just a story that's been passed down. Um, at that time, there was a woman and her three children that lived in the upstairs. That lady's married daughter and her husband went downstairs. So the daughter's husband, not the ladies. That'd yeah, be weird. that'd be really really weird. The lady left that morning to go to work, and the, the she put her kids, you know, her two daughters that lived with her, in charge of her infant son. And the two girls are arguing over who's going to take care of the baby. Hey, man, kids love taking care of babies. I get that, but why would you argue? Why would you just share the responsibility? I don't know, but obviously they love their little brother. But they seen a mysterious figure of a man appear in the doorway to the balcony. And there wasn't a way up to the balcony from the street. It appeared there, walked into the house, walked out of the room, walked down the hall, came back, walked through, and disappeared out the door. Oh, hell no. Uh, the girls had told their sister, the married one downstairs. Yeah. What they had seen, because they started screaming and she came to check. And they told her that they had seen a guy standing there. And he looked just like the picture of the devil. And that sister spanked him for lies. 
Yeah. It just like straight spanked them. How does she know they were lying, though? That's the thing, though, man, is... Would you believe it? I mean... Back then, probably not. Now, with me being as sensitive as I... Like, me being as sensitive and all the shit... Yeah, I would have. I mean, that's just... It's really hard to... I mean, because she's probably thinking logically, you know. There's no way in there. I mean, he could have snuck in, in the middle of the night when everyone was sleeping. And... How would he get... No, it, he wasn't in the house. I get that. Like, he appeared on the balcony. He's a fucking ninja. There's no way to get to the balcony on the upper floor. Unless you're a goddamn ninja. And he literally disappeared. Get. Well, the, later on, the kids actually told their mom about it when she got home. And recount the entire thing to the mom. And the mom spanked him again for telling more lies. So they got spanked twice. In one goddamn day. In one day for the same for the same story that everyone else told me lying about. Until they witnessed them themselves. No. Nobody ever nobody else ever witnessed it. Just some just them two girls. Weird. Well, I should say, nobody on record ever witnessed it. Obviously the girls had to tell somebody about it. Otherwise, the story still wouldn't be here. That's true. I mean, in the 1880s, if they didn't tell somebody, there's no way in hell the story would still be here. That's true. But the fact that they looked at a picture of the devil said that's what he looked like. That means the devil was in their house. I would have fucking just said, fuck, pack my shit and leave. The house later actually caught on fire and burned to the ground. Like, randomly on its own, caught itself on fire? I don't know. It didn't say how it burned down. Devil magic. But, yeah, it, it said it burned down. It burned to the ground. Devil magic. But until the day it burned, man, they still called it the old rebel house. So, you know, so maybe it was a Confederate soldier. Fucking burning evidence? No, just maybe it was a Confederate soldier that they seen. Could be. Somebody had stayed in the house. That possibly died there. And they just oh crap, this guy's super creepy. Look like the devil. I mean, that was just the first thing that popped to their mind. He must be the devil. Could be. I mean, that's the only thing I can I can think of. I mean, if it really happened, obviously, I can't do any real research on this. Because there isn't very much about it. Well, no, because it's probably not something that's reported in the paper. Why would you? I mean... These girls said they saw the devil in their bedroom, or in their house. Well, at that time, too, if like people said they'd seen something like that, they were just locked up. For crazies. Yeah, that was being crazy. Or, to be honest with you, they were probably killed for being crazy. Good stupid reason to get killed. Hey, man, it's what happened. Get rid of the crazies. God damn, then I would have done been murdered. Right? <laughs> Both of us would have. Yeah, we definitely would not be doing this. <laughs> we would have shot and killed. Yeah, that's the reason like people with mental illness. Like if they had a mental illness, their family hid it. Damn. Like they locked them away. Like they didn't want people to know. Kind of like Among the Hidden. Like, I was reading this book series that's kind of related to it, like, being hidden. This book is, if you have more than one kid, 
You're not supposed to have them. You're supposed to let them, like, can't have them. Got to get taken away. But they were hiding their kids in the attics and stuff. Yeah, I, as weird as that actually sounds, man, it, it's true, though. It is. Uh, yeah, people with a mental illness, they just hit them. Even if people knew and, like, later on they developed it, you just hit them. Because you didn't want people to know that your kid had a mental illness. Because they make you seem weird. Well, then they start wondering if your whole family has it. And, you know, a lot of times, especially then, it was witchcraft. You know, Salem witch trials. Everything was witchcraft. Blame everything on witches. God damn it. Hey, those good witches. Because if you watch Charm, they're nothing but good witches fighting demons. Well, I mean, you're going to go into that, man. You got to do, like, Casper. Halloween Town. Oh, no, not, not just that. Like, Casper meets Wendy. Yeah. The third Casper movie. <laughs> when he meets the good little witch. Yep. All right, that's all we have for you today. Um, remember, if you have your own ghost stories or... You don't take on vampires or any other creepy ass thing. Or like your zombie apocalypse style stuff. Uh, yeah, or your touch over on that. Your, your plan to survive the zombie apocalypse. I still can't believe my friend said he was going to use bows for the apocalypse. Uh, send it to us at thecreeptasticnerd at gmail.com. If you, on Twitter, even. Yeah, even on Twitter. You can send it to us on Twitter, and that's at the creep. My bad. I can't talk. At Creeptastic nerd. Because we couldn't add the S because it was too long. Yeah. 15 characters, man. That's all they allowed you. Uh, but Facebook, yeah. you can even do it there. Yeah, you can send us messages on Facebook. Uh, just look up the Creeptastic Nerds on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page. We sure do. Uh, send us a like on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We don't post much to Twitter because I don't really care for Twitter, but I'm trying to post more to it. Uh, but yeah, send us your stories, man. I, I would love to hear them. I would too. I honestly. mean, we don't have to tell, you don't have to send us your name or anything like that. Just make it anonymous. Send your story. We would say, we'll literally, we'll read it on, we'll read it out. Or if you want to send us a voice clip from, you can record it on your phone and email it to us. And we can actually add that in to the episode. So, I mean, whatever you want to do, whatever you prefer. Yeah, you can either type either type it to us or send us a voice clip. Either way, we'll put it on the podcast. You sure will. I mean, I would actually, I would love to hear them. I would too. Like honestly, from other people's point of view, like I've been reaching out to people even for like this is gonna be our longest outro, but uh, I've been reaching out to people to send it in to us. Tell yeah. us what you want. That's literally what I've been telling people that talk to me about it. Oh, man, love the podcast. Well, send us some stories, man. You I mean, this is just us podcast. coming up with some shit to talk to you guys about. That's true. We don't know what the next episode is going to be about yet. We know there will be one. We will have we one just don't. Sure. We just don't know what we're going to do yet. I know in Halloween, or for October, October. we are going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have all Halloween themes, so... Like serial killer stuff. Yeah, serial killers of the U.S. Halloween movies. Non-horror Halloween movies. And horror movies. And, yes, horror movies. um, Your best slasher 
you know, movie, you know, your that kind of thing. Your weirdest slashers, your uh, funniest scenes from slash. Like, I, I, I also want to cover stuff like in, the Insidious. I do Like, I want to uh, cover a lot of, like... Because them movies are creepy as hell. I want to cover The Conjurings. I want to cover, like, one I think that could be really cool to cover is the Halloween series. Man, they're just so long. They are long, but they're a good series to cover, though. Um, Then... I mean, so we got plenty of plenty of material in October, October to definitely bring that to you. We may even start bringing that to you sooner. We may have to. Uh, but seriously, send us your your stories. Maybe or or do. your opinion. You know what? What's your favorite slasher flick? What's your favorite horror movie? And I why mean, it is? But yeah, we'll we'll actually add that in, man. We great. may actually we could possibly do an episode of all that, like what people send in to us. Yeah, if you have any questions for us, send them to us. We can do a little Q and A episode, or we can just do a little, little just a little tidbit of Q and A at true. the end of every episode. That's true. Like we uh, like people send us questions, we can answer them at the end of the episode. Yeah. So I mean, we want to hear from you guys. We really do. And this isn't just in. We don't have just listeners from the U.S. We have them from all other over. places. And. We'd love to hear from you guys too. It'd be so like it's gonna be really cool. Like with us doing this podcast, we can reach out more and have a lot of fun with it. So we want you guys to be involved with it, and we can have fun all together. Yeah, we um, we really do want you guys to reach out to us in we some really way, do. whether email us, Facebook message us, send us a tweet. I don't really care either way. Just just reach out to us, and we will answer. Or put you in the podcast. We will do whatever. We can. And I'm also going to ask one more thing of you guys. And that's to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Because it makes it easier for other people to find this podcast. It sure does. And if you're on Facebook, share it to your friends. Yeah, by all means, share it to your friends. I actually post when we have a new episode up. I'll actually post it. We post photos from behind the scenes sometimes. Yeah, we post photos from when we actually record an episode or except like, for except for our vampire episode only because my wife couldn't take the picture <laughs> and we were we were laughing so hard at, at tyler we okay just, don't bring up the we vampire just couldn't. draft the, the vampire draft does not need to be brought back up <laughs> we just completely forgot to do it we we did but i mean uh we also had the photo from what your friend had sent you for his apocalypse idea the yeah. night on the bicycle yeah i mean we we try to post stuff to that all the time and I always post when, where you can listen to the new, new the newest episodes. episodes when they're released. So you guys know when, when, Hey, it's there. You guys are free to go. Have fun with it. Yeah. I'm, by all means, spread this, spread the name. The creeptastic nerds. Cause it, <laughs> it, it'll be worth it, man. You know, you can reach out to somebody and they'll have a laugh. They, okay, our podcast makes you laugh because some of the stuff we do, for example, Vampire Draft, Vampire Border Collie, and St. Bernard. Three things we laughed about in the Vampire <laughs> episode. It, it's, yeah, seriously, reach out to us. Spread it. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And we will actually talk to you guys next week.